Yo, 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 what's up, breadheads? What is up, breadheads? What is up, Drake? Yo, this is Drake with the hardest little dick in the six. And you would like him to think first, Bacchus. Six, 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 six. <laughs> six, 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 the six. The hardest little dick in the six. <laughs> that's right, that's right. As you can tell already, this is a guest episode. Ty, Eric, not Drake, but we do have some podcasting friends with us today. Who do we got, Eric? That's right. This is a pod collaboration. We have mm-hmm. two fellow podcasters. Yep. Um, fuck. They say, you know, don't meet your fans, but or don't, don't, don't meet your idols. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Believe it or not, this is my second favorite podcast that starts with the word how. Um, I would like to introduce you to the How Original podcast Yo. featuring George Yo. and Pat Patrick. I am Patrick, Pat, Patty, the big guy, as some have called me. And this is George. And I'm George. <laughs> and that's George. <laughs> that's hey. right. Yeah, so, this is, this is, it's honestly surreal to sit in the booth with you guys, hear that intro jingle, and like, I've been a listener for three years. So. Wow. Yeah, we have some diehard fans in the building right now. This is pretty sick. This is pretty Actually, exciting. I don't know if George has ever listened to you. I have chills. No, oh yeah, I've listened. I feel like I've never even been in a subway. <laughs> George uh, is like, wait, I thought this was about McDonald's. <laughs> Fandom does go two ways, though. We are big fans of the How Original podcast. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if you haven't listened, How Original reviews Netflix films, good or bad, at least once a week. They have uh, incredible stamina over there, two-hour episodes every time, no yeah, matter what. Yeah, it's kind of a running joke between George and myself. We always promise that we're going to keep it tight and concise, and we rarely have ever done that. I think our shortest is like 80 minutes, 82 <laughs> minutes. Damn, that's incredible. Damn. That's, that's like Joe Rogan numbers right there, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of Joe numbers. Eventually, <laughs> uh, we'll have to do the Irishman and do like eight hours. Oh, shit. Although, I still think that should be our shortest episode. <laughs> that should be the only time we keep it to like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Doing one of the best and longest movies on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, uh, we're fascinated with Netflix. We feel that the vast majority of the movies they put out are terrible and they should be ashamed of themselves. But, you know, we, we dive in. So when we found out that they do uh, in, uh, reviews of film, we thought, well, obviously we have to collaborate with them because we review Subway sandwiches. So there we was don't. a. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Do you guys actually review them? No, we, we, we barely even eat them. I haven't really even <laughs> talked about Subway on this pod in a few episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just talk about things like Drake's outfits and mm. like NBA tunnel outfits and things. Yeah, yeah like, you're big into the tunnel fits. Now. Yeah, we're, we're mostly like, we're just throwing fits at this point. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Although I think Subway sandwiches would be a good pairing for Netflix movies. Yeah, right. please let me let yeah, take a out. second bite of that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you guys think would be like the ideal sandwich for a Netflix original? Oh, well, um, it probably depends like on the show. Sorry to jump in, but you're proposing going to Subway, ordering with the intent of knowing you're going to go home and watch a Netflix original. <laughs> so what has happened to your life to bring you to this moment? Like, is there a gun on the table with one bullet? Like, what's going on in that room? Uh, this is your last meal. Yeah. That's... <laughs> hey, do you think anyone's ever requested Subway as their last meal on death row? Like, oh, do dude. we know whether that's ever wow. happened? It's such probably a popular franchise. I think like, <laughs> yeah. like his, his last meal in prison is probably going to be a six-inch cold cut. Damn. Yeah. That yeah. makes so much sense. Like, it was probably his last meal before prison. Because yeah. if you go that many years eating Subway, you probably don't even know how to, like, make a sandwich at home. Like, or make a salad. Like, you are, it's kind of a um, uh, symbiotic relationship in a sense. And once that virus takes a hold of you, <laughs> there's no way you're going to get un- unattached. Subway is like a virus that took you guys over, I would say. It's like venom that took you over. Yeah. It's really hard to stop doing what we're doing. We're just making so much fucking money. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> golden handcuffs, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's chill. Um, like, I don't know, man. If, if, uh, if Subway were to make an original, I'm thinking like a Subway original. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what would that be? Because everything's up to the patron to create. In the future, right? so, but, um, but if Subway were to make the original yeah, yeah. sandwich, it's kind of like a be? Cardi B takeoff McHappy meal <laughs> in the sense that, like, in theoretically, you should be able to custom fit a Subway sandwich, a tailoring of sorts, to the Netflix original. Right. So you you two have uh, reviewed the cinematic masterpiece, The Kissing Booth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The whole trilogy. <laughs> All three. All three and kissing each booths. Each one worse than the one that came before. <laughs> so. uh, 
uh, the Breadheads really love the Kissing Booth franchise. <laughs> um, it's really aspirational, so they'll have to check that out. But uh, let's try to put together Kissing Booth footlong. I think that would be appropriate. So, sure. okay, I'm going to pitch this. A scene in the first Kissing Booth that has lived in my head literally rent-free for years before I ever thought about podcasting is a scene where uh, Joey King and her best friend are sharing a hamburger between the two of them, like taking bites from opposite oh, sides yeah. of mm-hmm. like this. Or maybe even the same side. Lady yeah. and the Tramp vibes. They're sort of Lady and the Tramping it. Um, yeah, they can definitely Lady and the Tramp a Subway footlong. So, yeah, I think <laughs> I think the Kissing Booth sandwich has to be a footlong because there needs to be enough sandwich to share it. You yeah. may or may not kiss in the middle. I, I guess that's up to the, the listener. I think um, that's what it has to be. I think it has to be a sandwich that you have to Lady and the Tramp while watching the Kissing Booth with a loved one. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you have to kiss in the middle. You have to meet in the middle and kiss. Mm. It is an appropriate uh, meal option for that because you're not going to like Lady and Tramp it with like an Oreo or like mm. a, like a sugar fiend gummy bear. You know, it has to be something <laughs> with a bit of girth to it, a bit of length. Pause. <laughs> I actually don't think it's going to be a kissing sandwich at all. I think it's going to be more something where the male will hold the sandwich at his waist, and there's going to be a woman on her knees taking the sandwich, like the meme that you like the meme that I'm. <laughs> I would not post that. That's exactly (laughs) what the Subway Kissing Booth sandwich would be. And um, like the Justin Timberlake dick in a box. Like, Mm, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You got to unwrap the footlong right in front of your face. (laughs) And uh, it's it's got extra mayo. That's all I got to say. Do you think. Do you think a disgruntled sandwich artist on their last day has ever just whipped out their dick and put it on the counter <laughs> when I fucking quit and take the off? Yes, actually. Uh, if you go into the archives of Think Fresh Instagram account, there is a photo that someone took of a sandwich artist putting balls out on the counter. Oh, yeah. It's blurred. It's no. safe for work, but... It happens. Depending on your workplace. <laughs> but like, who are we to question If you work art? in Subway, it's not. You can't look at that. It's, that's banned to you. Shit. It's dangerous out there. But... So is that a meatball sub he was making? or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Uh, extra toasted. But um, So I don't know. It's hard to say what the artists are doing behind closed doors. It's hard to know. Like, like, okay, what I love about Subway is actually the transparency that it affords. Like, yes. from the minute you make uh, a request to the artist to the minute sandwich in bag, you should have eyes on the footlong the whole time. Nothing should. should. Yeah. And there's, so if they want to do any funny business, they're going to have to get creative. I think Subway should be more <laughs> transparent. Like, I want to see everything. I want to follow the Subway artist home. Sandwich artist home. You know what I'm saying? I want to see what he does day to day. Like I just want a constant camera on the subway art, the sandwich artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even you know how at like certain zoos and some enclosures they'll have like a 24 seven feed of like yeah. you can watch the <laughs> There's subways where you can yeah. watch sandwiches get yeah. all day. I want to. Yeah, I was at a Vietnamese restaurant the other day uh, by myself. I was Amanda was out with a friend doing something cool, and I was like, well, I have to eat, so I went to. Uh, just terrible lighting. I just I ordered a Vietnamese coffee at like 10 p.m. I didn't know how to drink it when it came. Oh, I had yeah. to look up how to, how to drink it, <laughs> like under the table on my phone. Uh, and the guy was like, "Are you sure you want a black Vietnamese coffee? Like this is extremely bitter." I'm like, "Yay, no problem." <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, they were just on loop playing people making bubble tea. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I just imagined that it, yeah. it was this was real time. Like people are just 24 seven constantly making bubble tea at this yeah, in a restaurant yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah someone's gotta make it dude vietnamese restaurants have the best tv displays they, like they're always so showing nice. more food mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just like like when i while i'm eating like a bowl of pho like i'm watching someone make like fried chicken or something it's just like weird like they always have like some like, cooking channel going on smart so propaganda like, you know stay hungry yeah but it's like yeah. they already accomplished their goal of getting <laughs> you to sit there and eat yeah. food like Mm-hmm. Are you going to eat more food because you're seeing like the visual stimulus now? <laughs> Honestly, they should just like show videos of people eating dessert because that's always yeah. the highest upsell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. A little preview oh. into what's next. Yeah, like yeah. Subway's marketing is always like try the new sub, but no, man, just cookies only. Only marketing cookies. If you're already in the door, you're getting a foot long. Just mm-hmm. get them, get them on the cookies and chips. Yeah, I love this zoo idea though. This live cam mm-hmm. feed. Yeah, because um. <laughs> It's really fascinating when you first walk into a subway because you kind of get a glimpse of what they're doing when you're not there. 
And it's like, they're always like sitting on their phone in the back, like playing Subway Surfers or on TikTok or something. And they're, they're just like curled up and sitting on like a box. And it's always fetal. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. As fetal as you can get with a cardboard yeah. box as your chair. And then you like walk in like, ding, like the little doorbell rings. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, they just go, and you like get up, put the gloves on and you're like, what can I get for you? And it's yeah. always the exact same thing. And it's like, I, oh. I do love entering a workplace and there's that split second of when they're trying to look at attention. And I should say also, the subway I go to, they have an Like artist. a general has just come in. Yeah, they salute yeah. me. It's like, it's like booting up a computer in a way when you walk in that door. Okay, so there's an artist at my subway who has like a little face tattoo and I'm like, I want to know what she's up to before I walk in. Wow. Yeah. Have you guys ever had a face tat sandwich artist? No, but like what kind of face tat? Like a, it's like, like a, a little heart. Or... Just like a line drawing of a heart. It's a very minimalist face tattoo. No, that's okay. fairly innocent. That's kind of I mean, cute. I like that. And also, I feel like if you're going to go face tattoo, like, go 100 miles an hour. Like, don't get a subtle little one. Mm-hmm. Like, 6'9", just get the full, yeah. like, <laughs> fucking, or the Uzi, the new Uzi, like, tat on the forehead. Have you seen, have seen that? Dude, if I was going to get a forehead tat, I'd put a, little, <laughs> I'd, I'd put a little crown at the tops, because I'm a prince. Ooh, I, I mean, yeah, that's a good idea. Nah. But Uzi's uh, diamond was stolen, right? Yeah, like, I saw that. Oh, I was going to say, does he still have the diamond embedded in his skin? No, I mean, he was raging, obviously, at Rolling Loud, I think mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it popped out and someone stole it. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> it have, like a multiple million dollar Oh, yeah, thing? it was like $25 million or something. Hmm. I mean, prices kind of subjective these days so did he tat it over because the last few months the the like paparazzi pics have not looked good with like the indent in the Mm. forehead between the eyes like definitely not he looks like he lost a black olive no but he does (laughs) (laughs) there should be a vegetable there but there isn't (laughs) no he does have the like a rihanna style like henna tattoo like on his forehead and it's kind of kind of interesting yeah i actually don't mind it for him i gotta look this up yeah. I mean, once you embed a diamond in your fucking face, I guess you can do anything from that point onwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was at an in-law event the other day, and uh, one of the in-laws asked me, Ty, are you an introvert or an extrovert? And I looked them in the dead of, dead of the eye, and I said, I'm a Uzi-vert. <laughs> <laughs> so that one went over really well with the cousins. I think I made some points there. <laughs> yeah. Here's the tattoo. Whoa. <laughs> Wow, oh, we're looking yeah. at a visual of uh, Lil Uzi Vert's face. He's you got his eyes should, closed. You should post a <laughs> story for the for the fans. Oh yeah, they need to be exposed to this. They absolutely do. <laughs> the world needs to see this. Yeah, that's that's quite a lot. So your sandwich artist had a face tattoo, which means one of two things: they either like they came out of gang life, and this was a good minimum wage <laughs> option to get them back on their feet. Yeah, they or, made out the hood. Based on the fact that it was like a thin-stroked heart, I'm thinking it was more of a art school dropout. Didn't really want to follow mm. the traditional barista route. What other artist opportunities <laughs> are there? Artist as a keyword on LinkedIn. They didn't know until they walked in the door what they were getting into. It's interesting. She seems like, well, like most sanitarists I've ever had, pretty quiet and not like giving a lot of input it's a pretty one-way communication but mm-hmm. i am curious yeah i want to mm-hmm. i'm sure they got of... ideas in the head you know they're cooking something up well yeah they must have opinions and favorite sandwiches and you know they have a whole interior life that they never share with us <laughs> mm-hmm. do you guys have a uh, do you guys think subway art do you think subway art is subjective or objective <laughs> What do you Subway think? art Subway. is subjective. Are you talking about the like big ass picture of the green pepper on the wall? And the, <laughs> and the like, Parmesan cheese? That's always like 20% sun Yeah. No, because the art is the sandwich, as we know. Yes, I guess there is, well, there's layers to art here, right? The, there's uh, traditional art, paintings on the wall. There's performance art, the act of ordering. And then there's also the culinary art, the plating, which is the footlong that is produced. They didn't really plate it. So they just wrap it in the bag. Slide it into mm-hmm. the, the condom bag. Mm-hmm. You're on your way. Well, I think the like, rubber. <laughs> yeah, I always get it in a rubber. And I'm like, yo, we need to be safe. I'm walking three blocks back to the office. So you got to wrap it up. Wrap it up. No glove, no love. So Eric and I were talking a little bit about uh, it, can there be good art? Right. Yes. And I think the output of the conversation was, yes, there can be good art because now I have to remember the article. Do you remember anything about this whole thing? Yes, I remember the whole thing. Um, Basically, the whole premise was that 
is there such thing as good taste? Mm -hmm. And if there is such thing, or if there's no such thing as good taste, then there's no such thing as good art. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you've ever had a good sandwich in your life, then that's good, literally good taste. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) And it might vary wildly person to person, but. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you say that there is, if you say art is good or a art is good, then you have to also acknowledge who is good for. Mm-hmm. Right. So you, you might be a meatball meatball mommy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, veggie Patrick. <laughs> veggie nice. Patty. Veggie Patty. Yeah. So what are your guys' subway orders? Like, do you I know you've been a few times since I've gotten to know you. Yeah. Every time Patrick goes to Subway, he sends Think Fresh Podcast an Instagram DM of his <laughs> yeah. order or something related. It's so if I can jump in real quick, because I have no idea what your order is, George. I feel oh, like it's crazy, but I have no idea. <laughs> More on so that I'm, a, I'm a big flatbread guy, but I will say <laughs> you're really taking your life in your hands with flatbread because sometimes you open your sub and it's all like ripped and mangled and it's like mm-hmm. slit along the seam. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, God. It, it can go wrong pretty well because ideally the flatbread hinges nicely around it. Dude, right, it's like a taco. A, yeah. yeah. It, I was literally going to say, yeah. it's like, I want a sandwich, but I also want a soft taco. <laughs> it does have that kind of taco feel to it. Mm. Uh, but usually I like to do a bit of turkey breast, maybe some bacon, cheese and toasted. I mean, if you're not getting cheese and you're not toasting, I don't know what to say. To that's, you. that's my girlfriend. My girlfriend no. gets cheese, doesn't toast it. It just only gets green vegetables. Only green wow. vegetables on that's it. It's such saying. a power play. Wait, she color toast it? She, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Just cukes and lettuce. She's whole green peppers. Sandwich? Yes. So, George, no green experience. peppers, no pickles. Because uh, those are green too. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> Holy shit. No, just, uh, just pick, uh, cucumbers and lettuce. Damn. Yeah. And, and how just does she sauce green? Um, I think she does salt and pepper. She's a salt and pepper girl. Um, and she goes with, I forget, it's like a white sauce and like. A darker sauce. I forget which two. A light sauce, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. A light sauce and a darker sauce. You're and ordering your mayo. sauce and you're ordering <laughs> your cheese. Sauce. Yeah. <laughs> An interracial sauce. Dark mayo kind of reminds me of like the brown Listerine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like this doesn't Dude. need to be brown, <laughs> but it's like, like just the stronger. Like the dad Listerine with the alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I love that Listerine. She doesn't let me buy it. Yeah, only, only <laughs> uncle has the, <laughs> only uncle got the brown Listerine. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, until your balls are drooping like X amount, you can't even handle the brown Listerine. <laughs> brown Listerine is incredibly twisted. I didn't even know this existed. <laughs> me and uh, Pat were talking about uh, while we were driving here, because uh, he just, he's in the market for some Balenci sunglasses. Some well, really yeah, sinister Balenci like red shades. <laughs> Um, and I was talking to him about like, remember the era where all dads wore those like, uh, biker, like cool biker sunglasses that yeah, are like, yeah. like Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have those right now, actually. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, never yeah. know when you're going to need a clone like the Oakley, it's like the kind of Oakley vibe. Kind of the Oakley. I was going to say yeah. Oakley is yeah. what I would think. And just for the record, I did order those Valenci sunglasses. Let's call it. I need to be a full Valenci demon. Yeah. Yeah. Valenci, Valenci, Valenci boy. <laughs> Speaking of Patrick's fit today, he is wearing a YSL shirt that looks like it has little tiny yellow cheese slices on it. (laughs) Can you explain to this, St. Laurent, how did you acquire this and why did you choose it? Yeah, so this is uh, a magical website called (laughs) grail.com where you can waste many hours of your life that you could be doing other productive things during. Mm -hmm. And people frequently use grail to acquire specific designer items or like vintage items and thank you for explaining grail to us i don't know what search actually <laughs> brought me to this maybe it was like long sleeve polo um and it has a very like loud kind of 90s pattern with mm-hmm. contrast cuffs and a contrast collar and i was like i look like a one episode Seinfeld character in this. Yeah. I'm buy it. <laughs> the Seinfeld guest vibes. Yeah. And uh, I will say on Grail, I really like to take my chances. Like I've ordered some stuff from the currently war torn Ukraine <laughs> and it always arrives. So, you know. I'm so happy that you started a podcast because I think like the way you were able to take anything that happened in your life and make it into a narrative is like actually the most entertaining thing on social media. <laughs> so, thank so thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you, Patrick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, uh, if you follow at how original podcast on Instagram, you can really see all my updates, about waiting <laughs> for things to arrive from various nations, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of like an unboxing type type thing. So you clearly, clearly are the social media manager of how original podcast. What does that leave George? 
Um, I'm sort of the bad boy of the mm, pod, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, you're on the ground, boots on the ground kind of guy, right? <laughs> boots on the ground. <laughs> Pat sends me to the Ukraine to get his fits for him. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm like that early day, Ukrainian. I'm like the early days of Vice, like <laughs> going to war torn countries. <laughs> I went to the Ukraine to pick up a LSV shirt. What is it? L. The YSL. YSL. You say Laurent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise Saint Laurent. Sorry, I'm bad with acronyms. <laughs> yeah, I handle all that. the acronyms. But George has more, like, you cut the audio together and kind of handle the recording mm. process. Did you say you do the acronyms? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do the acronyms. Wait, wait, wait. Let's practice. Let me give you a sentence. You have to quickly give me the acronym for it. Okay, let's go. I would like to order a BMT. Wait, what does BMT stand for? I still don't know. The age-old question. Bacon, meat, tomato? You wish. Mm-hmm. It, it's bacon. Would you like, is very like just saying meat is very intriguing. I'm, I'm really curious what that might mean. I think it's beans, uh, meat. <laughs> you just and default to the end for meat. You just go there. And... Uh, Therapy. <laughs> Dude, I need Damn. some bean meat therapy for <laughs> yeah. sure. Wow. So the throughout my entire childhood, the local subway franchise in my hometown. And when you're in a town that's uh, population is under ten thousand, the subway is a real restaurant. It's acknowledged mm. by the population. It's been accepted as a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> and I asked once, my young mind already fostering the beginning of what would be Think Fresh podcast. One day, asked the sandwich artist what's the BMT stand for? And they said, contrary to popular belief, it stands for the Boston Metro Transit, named after the transit line that a subway train would run. What? However, I believe that narrative to be false because- You were fed misinformation. <laughs> fake news, right? <laughs> Happening live. I mean, like a bunch of uneducated people is the other thing you'll find in small towns. But um, yeah, subway itself has come out and I believe they've suggested that it stands for Big, meaty, tasty. <laughs> is that true? Gross. Have you heard that? Very well? gross. <laughs> I have seen that tweet. So I have seen that tweet. I what is this? Is a fucking grinder profile? <laughs> big, meaty, tasty. Big, meaty, tasty. I, I don't know And Italian. Don't forget about it. <laughs> Dude, I have Holy a naming, shit. subway naming fact for you guys. See if you know this one. Yeah, okay. um, so, you know, when Dr. Pete... Uh, Dr. Pete. Oh, the OG. OG, yeah. The, OG. the founder of Subway. <laughs> when they were working on the name, you know, it was originally, of course, Pete's uh, Submarines. Mm-hmm. And do you guys know why they changed it to Subway eventually? Well, I mean, it's a different method of transportation, but <laughs> mm-hmm. that's all I got for you. <laughs> Perhaps uh, the hunt for Red October came out and you didn't want to be associated with anything related to war. So you're close. You're so, close. Wait, can I guess? <laughs> yeah. My guess is that toxic men at the time were like, yo, I'm not getting 12 inches of Pete. Miss me with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating a man. <laughs> Dude, every time Patrick texted me last week and he said, I got a 12 inch Subway sandwich. <laughs> and that made me irrationally upset. I'm like, why are you calling it a 12 inch? <laughs> yeah. Those guys back then, they're like, I- I'll pass on Pete's 12 inch. Give me a Bud Light, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So why do they switch the name? So apparently it sounded too similar to when people were saying it. It sounded too much like pizza marines. Pizza oh. marines. Yeah, it's like, so they didn't want the stolen valor. Wow. <laughs> we don't have, mar- these aren't marines. These aren't servicemen mm-hmm. making these uh, sandwiches. <laughs> these are wow. civilians. Different that's, types of service. Yeah. That's a cool history. It, is yeah. there another restaurant? That's based around like Marines making pizza. <laughs> I know about black rifle coffee. Idea. This is a business idea. Damn, it's fairly niche. So if not, opportunity. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. If anyone is listening, don't steal that idea. Don't <laughs> keep up with that person. Yeah. We will be yeah. I'm going copyright. to the patent yeah. office immediately after yeah. this. this. Actually, this episode was actually recorded two months ago. Yeah. yeah. So we don't even bother. It's, it's already done. patented. Yeah. It's a wrap. Uh, Which subway <laughs> ingredient? will give a marine the most war flashbacks <laughs> traumatizing Shit. war flashbacks what's the most fucked up meat at subway when you see it and you're like Ugh. Yeah, i think it's the tuna we could talk all night about the most fucked up meat <laughs> the meaty tasting yeah. um, i think it's actually the soup trick question because the soup is uh what you're served like kind of in the barracks you know it's like 
It's like there's not much going on, but mm-hmm. we got soup. Fuck, bro. It right, doesn't right. go bad. This reminds me of my cold nights in the trenches. <laughs> These <laughs> cold cuts. Yeah. Um, so I have a Subway-related business idea I want to get you guys on. Before you hit us with that, I think it's the steak and cheese because I think the flaps of the steak remind you of a wartime wound. Okay, go for the business Jesus. idea. <laughs> so, you know, in our in our group chat, I've kind of been pushing the idea that we should become franchise owners. Because every time we buy a sub, it's like it's like giving a landlord rent money. It's like I have no equity. I'm making mm-hmm. somebody else rich. Mm-hmm. I could do this. So here's my idea of how I would run my subway. This is like your idea that you can drive the C-Bus. <laughs> I can own a subway friend. Well, I 100% drive the C-Bus with no formal training. I'm just different, cut from a different cloth. Dude, this anyway. is the same reason why every dude wears Tom Cruise sunglasses, because they're like, yes. I might need to commandeer a plane at any point. Yeah. I don't want solar flare in my eye. I saw this thing that's like, X percentage of men believe they could land a plane in an emergency. I'm like, no doubt I could. Anyway, so here's my subway idea. So it's a regular subway, but if you go in, there's a secret order, and it's going to be like 12-inch flatbread with meatballs, cheese, triple toasted. And you kind of say it knowingly, and the artist slides you a code or like a key, and they're like, spin the block for a half hour, we'll seat you when you're back. And then there's a speakeasy. Oh, shit. Dude. Now, I haven't read a subway franchise agreement. I don't know if this is explicitly prohibited, but I'm thinking it might be air by rules where it's like nobody said a dog couldn't play basketball. <laughs> so you can just do it. Oh, I guarantee you it's not in the contract. Also, in true prohibition style, you should probably not let the suits at Big White know what's happening there. No. All no, they no. see is that red onion light blinking above the back of the door. You know what's crazy? You know, speaking of airbud basketball. I'm in that movie. What? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun fact about Eric. Okay, lay Holy it down. Shit. Lay it down for the breadheads. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, there's not much to break down. I was probably like 12 years old. This is like... What, what was your scene? Oh, I'm an extra. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. Okay. <laughs> I was dog number two. I'm literally... Tell us your lines. I'm a fucking dog. Um, I am a dog. I'm a You dog. I'm in the movie. Sitting in the stands, pretending to care about this basketball game with dogs in it. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was shot in Fort Langley, British Columbia, which is close to where I grew up. And I played basketball at the time, and they obviously solicited my basketball team to be a part of this. And the, I, all of my friends were playing in the game, but I was too tall, so I had to sit in the stands because I looked like an older kid. That's oh, so fucking yeah. funny. <laughs> it would be even funnier if you're like. I was actually the dog basketball consultant. And I was like, this is how a dog would realistically play basketball. <laughs> Fun fact, wow. they had, I don't know if it's in the movie or not, but they put little shoes on the bas- or on the dog. <laughs> little basketball shoes. No. And the dog was like not having it. He like immediately kicked them off. And then, I don't know, I, I just assumed they like proceeded without it because it was like too much of a hassle, mm. but they did try. Can little, you, little can, LeBrons? Yeah, yeah so little say, Can you ID the sneakers from memory? No, they just look like little like Leather socks. Ah, those had to be a one of one. <laughs> yeah, are those on Grail? Yeah, on Grail. <laughs> yeah. I gotta find those on Grail. Oh, Wait, I have so many questions. So, was it impressive watching the dog in real time? Was it as impressive as seeing the dog play in the movie? <laughs> Unfortunately, the CGI took over, um, and yeah, the CGI good guy won at the end, but. Yeah, it was it was pretty underwhelming in person because the dogs were not having it. They were just running around and doing mm. their own thing. It makes but sense. I got to meet the cast of the next movie, which was like all the puppies. Oh hell! They, yeah. were the, they, had, oh. they brought all the puppies there, and that was the best part. Did any of the <laughs> dogs ever poop on the on the tarmac, or what do they call them? <laughs> on the like basketball court? <laughs> yeah, um, in the tarmac pit. court. Yeah. Yeah. Tarmac, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they did not. That was a nice moment. Be probably pretty uh, cringy to watch because it's like they're retrievers, not shooters, right? So like, <laughs> can, not yeah, you can teach them a play, but you can't really teach them the spirit of the game. Yeah, they should have been that, like football team, or, yeah. or were they? Is there another movie that? Honestly, baseball has done numerous sports. Did, yeah, right? yeah, baseball that makes like pretty obvious. Like, go fetch that ball in the outer field, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. But the throwing it would be challenging. Yeah, how do you teach a dog yeah. to throw? <laughs> ah. Huh. 
Next, Watch the uh, Netflix original for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so the most prominent subway placement that I've seen in Netflix movies so far has been the original uh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Right. Because Madeline Arthur, who I'm also madly in love with, her character, Madeline, get at me. Uh, her character makes a big deal. Like, we're going to Subway, and they have, like, the branded Subway cups, like mm-hmm. the styrofoam yeah. cups. I like how George replied to that with, like, oh, yeah, like, one hour, 23 minutes. That's what happened. I actually have noticed, and Eric's going to be like, this is a stupid comment, but Subway is very, very omniscient in most films. As far as all fast food goes, mm. I mean, see Subway Subway is placed in film and TV all over the place. Like I think about Community, like there was a guy oh, named Subway yeah, in yeah. Community. <laughs> all these like uh, Korean TV shows have Subway everywhere in it. People like hang out there, kind of like the Friends coffee shop. You know, hanging out at a Subway <laughs> as like a third place or a public sphere <laughs> is insane. Yeah, Subway as the third place is crazy. <laughs> when I go to a Subway, I'm like doing the bank job from heat. I'm in and out. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. brandishing my gun on the counter. You literally have a bag out. as you're running yeah. out, throwing <laughs> the mask down. Yeah. <laughs> no one should know I was here. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm shocked that there's not enough like Subway drive-through mm, because like right. sure like. Mm-hmm. The creation of the sandwich is not really great for driving through, but can you imagine the lollygagging that would take place at those drive-throughs? <laughs> a little more, a little more, oh. olives, just a few more olives. <laughs> I also think if you can like afford a getaway car, like you're probably going to Panera or Sweetgreen or something. You know, like, uh... <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> I think there's a commonality, perhaps, between our podcasts where people are at the lowest point in their life when they're consuming the most Subway and the most Netflix originals. Oh, yeah, dude. And you're at an even lower point if you're listening to a podcast about either of those subjects. And you're at rock bottom if you're creating a podcast, (laughs) which I maintain is a good ingredient. If you want to become a podcaster, if things are going well for you, don't start. You need (laughs) to have failed at everything in your life. People need to hate you. They need to not believe in you. Mm -hmm. I got the new McDonald's chicken Big Mac Mm. (laughs) after my therapy session last Monday. Let's go. (laughs) It was sick, dude. It was so good. I munched it in the car. Did you decide during the therapy session, you're like, fuck, I need to like have a McDonald's after this? Well, it was next door to a McDonald's, so I kind of had to do it. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy because you probably saw the McDonald's when you were walking in, and then the whole session, you're like, physically, I'm here, but mentally, I'm next door. (laughs) (laughs) This is is something I have to work on. (laughs) This is what I'm working on. I'm fucking hungry, guys. (laughs) I'm hungry all the time. I feel like the goal of therapy is to turn you into the person who can say no to McDonald's, (laughs) but, you know, they got me. Damn. And for transparency, I ordered A&W to my apartment two nights in a row. So, Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. Would you Uh first or second order? So I will say I'm <laughs> I'm very upset that they stopped doing the limited uh time chicken nuggets. They were so good. Oh, they stopped that? Damn. Yeah, because I introduced George to the nuggets. Um how do they compare to McDonald's nuggets? Oh favorably. I, I would prefer them. It feels like there's more molecules in them. So it just feels like there's more does that even more cells. There's more cells. I mean, the Chernobyl like reactor four. <laughs> I would say the A and Dub Nuggets seem more like it could have been an actual bird once than mm. the McNuggets, where it's like this has never existed in. Oh, nature. I see what you're saying. This was grown in a test Dude, tube. How birdacious it is! It should be a litmus test of yeah. taste. Like I think of that a lot about the chicken breast at Subway mm. because. Uh, it looks neither like a chicken nor a breast. And I've seen both. Mm. <laughs> um, it looks like... Despite what you might believe. Despite what people say on your subreddit. You've seen a breast. I've seen at least one, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Only one at a time. <laughs> uh, I get too excited if I see both. The yeah. chicken breast looks like a hard drive if you like breaded it and deep fried it. <laughs> What's what's the Kanye line about like your titties prove I can focus I was on just things I want? Yeah, yeah I was that's just either side of the six inch, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, babe, my ADD is too crazy. Can you only show me one titty? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken my Adderall yet. Just yeah. show me one. <laughs>
Uh, what time are we at? We're trying to keep this concise, right? Because we have to go play tennis. Yeah, so oh, we're cruising. This... We got, we're way over time because we Hell yes. we're, we're hanging out for long, way too long before this. But I'm sure you can cancel anything. I can start negotiating. Um, <laughs> I I knew we would peer pressure you. It, we didn't even try to. And yeah. it's already happening. <laughs> you guys didn't do anything. I just drank two Budweiser's and that put me over the edge. I haven't talked about my fit yet. You guys reminded me because I wore this oh, yeah, Lacoste yeah. shirt, specific this uh, Roland Garros. Oh, dude, uh, you're a Lacoste shirt, I, just for like, specifically for tennis. You know, tennis or attire? Where is that? <laughs> I, so I looked it up. Apparently, it's a tennis tournament. Oh, ah. You could have played that off because, yeah, I, I was, I was as soon as you brought that up, I was worried that you were going to smoke everyone at the court today. But mm. yeah, now I'm. <laughs> I'm getting back up there. So yeah, yeah, the dude yeah. serving looks and aces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a. It's in Paris. The tournament, the open French Open. Ooh, la, la. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. And uh, it seems like you know that, yeah. which is worrying me now about my performance <gasps> on the court on the tarmac. I can tarmac. Can the dog play tennis? Great question. Airbud, you're talking about right? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> or me, because I'm also the dog a... inside Eric. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I can be Ty consistently. That's not true. Eric is now two Budweisers deep, which means it's a pretty even match. Because I get really good with beer in me, and you get really bad, and it's because I'm used it's to true. physical activity with beer in me. That's true. I'm an That's actual athlete, you. so <laughs> drinking beer really inhibits my abilities. But yeah, yeah. it's like a tr- any true pro athlete. Yeah. So at this given moment, Ty will probably be. Um, yeah. but, and you are in the compression shorts under the Nocta shorts, <laughs> which is ideal podcasting and athletic. Yeah, exactly. Gear. I, I got to keep the circulation going in this region yeah. just, <laughs> for, just for the pod. What yeah. activities give you swass? Yeah, just like Drake said, hard feelings, harder dick. Am I right, boys? That, he said that. He wore a jacket that said that. What is happening what? with Drake? Yeah. This man has lost his goddamn mind. Yeah. Ever since Millie Bobby Brown was like, nah. Ever since yeah, this is Drake with the hardest little dick in the six. And you will like him to think fresh pockets. Six, 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 six. Dick, six, six, six. <laughs> six, 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 six. Um, which is a reference to his penis. We now all know. <laughs> yes, we are now informed. We are now yeah, informed confirmed. about that. <laughs> I was actually just reading on TMZ today about how... Um, Pete Davidson is still defending to the media that he has an average sized penis. Hmm. The the one story they will not let go. I don't even know what to believe anymore. I don't, know I don't even know if he has a dick at this point. <laughs> this is great marketing for Skeet though, because he is um he's now making every girl curious. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I really want to find out for myself if, if his dick is gargantuan or just a six inch. Right, because mm-hmm. it wouldn't be interesting if yeah, yeah, my dick's big. You're right. Yeah. Now that there's a little mystery here. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like, so, oh, he's very down to earth. He's ladies like he's little caught. true crime. <laughs> so <laughs> have any of yeah. you guys seen the Linklater movie, Everybody Wants Some? Two exclamation points. Because in this movie, there is a character who is telling women at a bar, like, my dick is the most average possible. And then his teammates are saying, like, oh, yeah, he's doing his whole, like, average dick routine. Women love it. They want to, you know, if you come in guns blazing saying, like, I have the hugest dicks, like, yeah, that's cat. But right. if you're like, oh, I'm statistically very average, then they're like, eh. dude, that's so awesome as an idea because <laughs> hear me out. If you can like kind of describe yourself as the median, then that means that you can use yourself as a benchmark for all other penises mm-hmm. for the woman, which means like, hey, sleep oh. with me. And then everybody relative to me, you can actually say is above or below average. Mm. There's actually a value proposition to having that experience with your penis. And women are very bad at spatial reasoning as well, so they need a lot of help. We have a whole other podcast about that. Magic. Object permanence. <laughs> That's, so George and I do a podcast where we slander women a lot, I would say. Shout out to How Original Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Tune in to How Original if you want to hear about the alleged uh, gender witch cow. We're going to be diving into those statistics in the next episode. Linked in the description. <laughs> yeah. Love charts and figures. But yeah, what... What would you guys say is the best era of Drake for you? Because for me, it's still the t- uh, take care era like, by far. And away. Oh. I, I think he's never reached that height uh, again in my eyes. 
So I felt like take care <laughs> was, take care was where he was uh, had a really nice tension between like being hard and being vulnerable, mm-hmm. and it's because he went sixty forty with the vulnerable. You gotta clarify what you mean by hard, though. Yeah, after, <laughs> yeah, after that last topic, you're right. Uh, uh, emotionally hard. He was erect the yeah. entire time. <laughs> yeah. When he was doing the cover shoot, sitting at the table with all the gold, he was very hard. Yeah. <laughs> Ripped up in the booth the whole time, but. Uh, ever since then, every step sounds like he was constipated. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, dude. Yeah. To be fully hard and fully constipated, that makes wow. for a great album, I think. That's, that's, that's the recipe for a great album. You're erect, constipated. The Cachoe Pepe at Soto Soto is not going through the system. Yeah. But no, no. pressure crease diamonds, boys. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it can't go out one end, you got better bars coming out the other end, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so 60-40, vulnerable to hard, emotionally. But every album after that, he was like, I'm going to add 10% to the hard factor mm. and kind of get away from the vulnerable side. And then he like over-indexed on that IMO until honestly, never mind, when he said, fuck it, new strategy. We are pivoting, and now I'm just going to make like uh, like get wasted in Ibiza music. Completely mm. mids. Yeah. Completely <laughs> mids. So you think Certified Lover Boy was his hardest album? I mean, <laughs> when you say it out loud, it sounds wrong. But if you actually listen to the lyrical content, and I know some people subscribe to the... Po- he called uh, himself like, a lesbian. That's true. But like, I don't think he's claiming to be hard okay, at all. Maybe it's not hard. Maybe it's just about like more uh, assertive or like more like less, less self-doubt, you know? Like Drake's hardness is mostly confidence. So he, he didn't say, like, maybe mm. I'm a lesbian. He mm. said, I'm a lesbian. Girl, right. me too. Girl, me too, yeah. yeah. That's like, <laughs> me too. Imagine how horny you have to be to just be like, girl, lesbian, fuck it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah fuck it. it. <laughs> hey, listen. Yeah, me too. Whatever. Can we hit? <laughs> Dude, it was actually down bad. Dude, yeah. This man is a menace. He, he's the human equivalent of Bud Light. He's up for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a, we should clarify, a Bud Heavy podcast. Right, you guys never had Bud Light. We're drinking Red Buds on this fucking show. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, we're drinking Air Buds on this show. We're drinking Air Buds. Wow. Red State Air Bud. Yeah, there's something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I don't know where I stand on this because I think his music has gotten better over time. Like, Take Care is like a, a nostalgic. Like, I love it. You know, what I mean, when I revisit it, it's so good. I love like the new shit because I just like him as a person. Maybe mm. I I do like Search and Rescue quite a bit, and I feel like it's the best song he's put out mm-hmm. in a long time. Oh, for if sure. anything, he's gotten more toxic over the years, and I think I like mm-hmm. Toxic Drake the most. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. hot take: you know when like the first album of an artist that you listen to is the one you like imprint on and you like go back to, like <laughs> yeah. no matter yeah. if it's their best work or their worst work, it's yeah. like this is the one that gets me on board. This is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. So my so for a long time, I was a Never Draker. I uh, <laughs> I was like I'm fuck this guy because for me it was always the dichotomy between Drake and Kanye and I was always like Kanye's the real artist uh, he's the real sandwich artist you know it's like Drake <laughs> he's he's a complete sellout I'm never listening to this guy for me it was a dichotomy Drake is poisonous and then I grew up yeah Drake is fully poisonous yeah. he's a sort of jalapeno to the sandwich <laughs> <laughs> a little too refined and then I, I grew up and realized like it doesn't have to be a dichotomy I can listen to both things and enjoy them and so the one that the album that I chose to enter this phase new phase of my life on was uh, Dark Lane Demo Tapes interesting oh. <laughs> so this is for some reason yeah, like, classic I'm yeah, like dude. dude Dark Lane Demo Tapes rule kind of a sleeper album a yeah. quiet banger that yeah, album yeah, absolutely underrated it, that album is sick yeah. And I think his sickest album cover, if I do say so. I know the gold, yeah. the gold, you know, hands, uh, table, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> saying words. Uh, that album is like, yeah, the most iconic album cover, I yeah. think. Yeah. I, I think as podcasters, we relate to the cover of Take Care because it's like, you're suffering from success, you know? Yes. And you made it, but at what cost? It's <laughs> alienating. You might be, it's lonely at the top. And the dude's literally in a booth. He is seated in a booth. I've always wondered, what's the rest of the restaurant look like from the Take Care cover? Oh, yeah. So (laughs) it's a restaurant in like Yorkdale in Toronto. I've looked it up. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Maybe you know it, Eric? I don't know. But you have all of the – your entire (laughs) RAM is dedicated to the Drake archives. I can pull it right now. But um, it looks like the booth. It's just a bunch of like red tapestry and Mm. like uh, candlelit seating. Okay. I think it's only three stars on or three price tags on Yelp. I think it's like oh. it's within reason to go eat there. 
So guys like us could conceivably uh, have an activation there. How many people do you think have come into that restaurant and like reenacted that photo? Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! They so have like versions. the props that they bring out. <laughs> Probably have a plaque next to the booth at this point. Yeah, dude. So many Persians are like, I want the drink table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, George, I just learned that the uh, diner from Heat, where De Niro and Pacino finally have their face off, is no longer operational in really? LA. So we can visit that. Damn. And yeah, I was telling you, I was trying to find us a showing at the new Beverly uh, Tarantino's theater yes. to go watch something, but all yeah. the good stuff is sold out. Because oh, it was like once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, that would have been sick. Um, we should hit the comedy store. <laughs> we should hit oh, the yeah. store. Yeah. 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 Yo, should we do that? <laughs> yeah, we should. We should. <laughs> Dude, 100%. It's on Sunset, I think. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. been there once. Watched Bill Burr pop in. It was awesome. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. Very cool. After after we get kicked out of the Ace for smoking on the rooftop, <laughs> we're just homeless. <laughs> Throwing butts into the into the pool. <laughs> oh, you mean you can't do this? Well, they never said a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> they never said you can't have a speakeasy in your subway. How are we to know? So my favorite movie is You've Got Mail. Speaking okay. of dogs in movies, um, <laughs> and uh, there's a do- there's also a golden retriever heavily featured in that movie. And then at the end of the movie, there's an iconic scene. I don't know if you guys have you guys seen that movie. I don't know that. Movie. Does he like kiss the golden retriever? <laughs> is there? He's actually been in love with the dog the whole time. So the dog is yeah. sending Tom Hanks all the emails. Right. right yeah. The yeah, dog yeah. is catfish. Dog fishing. <laughs> yeah. Dog. Tom Hanks. Um, and uh, at the end of the movie, he finally meets Meg Ryan, and they realize they are—they have been sending messages to each other. Okay. And then uh, he's like, "You'll see me. I'll be the guy with the dog." Um, and so he's like, uh, "So at the end of the movie, he comes out and they kiss, and the dog's like jumping on him. It's this iconic scene." And then, but then I saw in the credits because I'm such a super fan, like there's two dogs that are playing Brinkley. Um, and so I, a fun game that I play whenever I watch this movie is like trying to figure out what scene is which <laughs> dog in. And at this point, I've seen it so many times that I'm able to discern like, no, there's a slightly thicker dog. There's a slightly chunkier, thicker oh, yeah. dog. That's and so this is like an Olsen, Olsen twin situation. Yes. Going on oh, here. Yeah, yeah. I play the same game with Eric when he orders the BMT. I'm like, is that the uh, ham or is that the <laughs> Which one is that? <laughs> Trick question. They're all actually the same meat. And they're all the same Just meat. dressed differently. Yeah. Colored. That's crazy that guys have been using dogs to get pussy for decades. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Because now it's like, hey, I, I mean, at one point, I was using a photo of me with a dog that was not my dog on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Classic. Like it's weird that crazy that it still works because it's so overplayed. Exactly, like, mm-hmm. get a parrot. It's yeah. so obvious. It's like, of course, it's not my dog, you idiot. <laughs> but they now keep we're falling. Talking, they so. keep falling for it. Yeah, girls love dogs. Anyway, that's um. I imagine you guys have a lot of listeners who have not done so well with women, much like our <laughs> listeners probably. So that's some advice. Like, yeah, they've said it on me. We're like figuring out like what is the commonality between our podcast. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's the demographic, the Venn diagram here. It's just men who can't lay it. Yeah, because why would they be listening to us if they were out being in love and going on dates, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Bro, let's start a family. What are you doing? Literally. <laughs> One of my friends is uh, now starting a family, and I'm like, oh, fuck. He, Losing a listener. He jokes about that meme to me. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Shout out to our fallen troops. <laughs> Subway should... What do you guys think about spam as a choice of meat at Subway? I'm a big spam proponent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, I love. I think like the way like Asians have used it. Yes. <laughs> is probably the best. Yeah. So definitely. yeah, I think like spam in general is just a great meat. It's like kind of freaky, and like whenever mm. you bring it up to people who don't eat it, they're like, it's controversial. You're like, you're like, what the fuck are you psycho? <laughs> um, but date an Asian girl, and you'll start eating spam. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty popular in Australia, mate, as well. Yeah. And that makes me realize that spam is a global like thing that everyone really likes except in North America. But mm. we have so many unhinged meats here. We got hot dogs, we got the tuna sub, we mm. got I don't know, uh Pete Davidson. So <laughs> it makes me think like why are we no- Meet Davidson. Meet Davidson. That episode title actually I was one twenty eight Meet Davidson. Um time stamp that. Yeah. Yeah episode one twenty eight. Uh the like, I don't know why we're not getting on board with spam. I actually think there's a dark force here that's trying to suppress the spam mm. industry because there's yes. no reason it wouldn't take off. Yeah. Like, mm. 
the traditional meat industry is spreading propaganda. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the World Economic Forum, personally. <laughs> <laughs> the Rothschild suppressing spam. <laughs> yeah. Have, have you guys seen the meme where it's like the super sped up footage of Kyle Rittenhouse crying at his trial? It's like the Rothschilds, like me explaining to my boss how the Rothschilds put a bunch of like gambling and big booty Latino videos on my computer. <laughs> Everyone should go follow the Instagram account at funny degenerate. There's some super good stuff there. Damn. I like that you said big booty Latinos. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I? Yes. Whoa, 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 wait. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Latinos. Run it back, run yeah. it back. Strike that from the record. <laughs> Why are you gendering the Latinx community? Uh, well, I'm paraphrasing what meme creators have done. <laughs> you know, I'm not just inventing a meme. You're merely the messenger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just conveying to you what I've found on Instagram. <laughs> So let's get into Latinas for a sec. What's the best country for Latinas? That's I think Colombia. Good question. I actually have no idea. <laughs> I, I'm going to pass the torch to someone else here. Uh, yeah, the only single know. one here, so. I guess, yeah. <laughs> so I, like, one time made a culturally inappropriate remark about Latinas. I'll share it live on this pod if you guys will have me. Oh, I was yes. trying to open a checking account at Wells Fargo in the Mission District of San Francisco. And uh, just, <laughs> I am dying to know where this Holy is going shit. and how you ended up being inadvertently racist and why any of this happened. Yeah, I, I understand the proximity, but like, I really want to know what you said too. Um, it's a pretty uh, underwhelming story. I think the setup is more interesting than the output, but uh, the Mission District is a historically Mexican neighborhood mm. of uh, San Francisco. And I said to the Mexican woman that was helping me at the bank, I said, I, she's like, are you new to the area? I said, yeah, I really like all the Latina culture here. And then she said, well, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh boy, yeah, Mexican isn't really Latina. It's kind of like a blurry line and probably shouldn't generalize that. And I thought, well, I'm never going to talk about that mm. ever again. I got my bank account. And I was on my way. I'm never going to talk yeah. to Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm yeah. done. I'll say, like, fuck away from Home Depot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, deleted Duolingo. I was out. <laughs> so wait, why are you opening this bank account in a city you don't live in? Well, when you are a podcaster of my stature, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> You need a few international resources. Mm. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of when I opened. Oh, a, I, I think I get what you're saying to collect money from the anchor platform. <laughs> <laughs> fuck anchor on this pla- on this podcast. We don't fuck with anchor. At yeah, all. We don't fuck with. Anchor. Well, we guys we kind of fuck with them. <laughs> hey, you're on our show today. <laughs> yeah, say it. Fuck anchor. Fuck it feels anchor. good. Just, yeah, just say it out. No, 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 no. Kanye <laughs> says, like, say it out loud just to see how it feels. <laughs> Anchor was a choice. Um, so <laughs> Anchor is a choice. I'm still on it. I don't know why we are. Uh, this remi- that reminds me of when I went to the States for like a week, actually to LA, I think. And uh, for some reason, it made sense for me to like sign up for the US Safeway card <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that I knew I was never going to use again. And I told them, like, I'm Canadian, like, I have a Canadian address. Like, can I still sign up for this at the till? They're like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. So I went through like the ten minute sign up process. <laughs> nice. So what was the benefit of this card? Uh, I think I got some deal. I think I got some deals on mm. some stuff. Yeah, and there was no like subscription fee or really no barrier to entry that would make you think like, let's not do this. Absolutely not. No, the door was wide hmm. open. Yeah. Dude. What a dangerous game. Like, I was really down bad in my early twenties, and I thought I need to make some money, right? Yeah. As we all do, and. I wish I just thought of becoming a sandwich artist because all you have to do is show them your half complete art degree. Next thing you know, you're toasting subs. But instead, I got really into online contests. So I was shilling over email to any website that would take it in order to win anything. Because I saw this like Japanese show where they all won contests. And that was the whole idea was they just entered online contests to see who could win more. So it became profitable if yeah, you yeah. do it at a certain, if you scale up enough and mm-hmm. just give it out to anyone. Yes. And right. my addicting, my addictive personality mm. found this as a way to participate in the gambling industry without actually losing anything but my 
personal information, yeah, all my data. <laughs> so, so you're like a high school grad in grade 12 applying for scholarships. Yeah. So a decade Everywhere. later, I'm still dealing with all the spam, if you will, in my inbox because I like sign up for some like random, like, uh, like I get, I don't know, like smut book or like wait what doing a contest <laughs> hold on uh, <laughs> what? what kind of contest is like or, you get the fuck the, the hustler <laughs> you're like yeah i'm i'm getting hustler magazine now <laughs> it's a good financial investment dude i it was it was a really weird job i did so many online coloring contests because that was another way you could like win money is if you get the what? best yeah dude you can win so many gift cards if you do coloring contests online there's a whole industry for it Wait, 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 what do you mean? You just fucking vector fill in Photoshop. It's so easy. Are you competing against children who are like calling my hand? And you're yeah. just like, I don't know how to use Adobe Creative no, Suite. You literally are. You're competing against <laughs> children. Yeah, like the CVS will like put on a coloring contest for Easter and there'll be like $50 gift card to CVS for the winner. Dude, you could slide in there, fucking make the Easter bunny purple. They Holy love that shit. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> God damn. Like so progressive. <laughs> Wow. Well, <laughs> we're using your art degree towards something. Exactly. But um, I'm still reconciling with it because my uh, email account is full. Uh, like, my personal email account has more spam than Think Fresh email account. And we're getting a lot of cold calls from potential sponsors. So. Cold cut calls. Cold, cold, cold calls. Combos, yeah. yeah. I've, I've been pretty judicious about how I use the HowOriginalPod at gmail.com email address. Um, Shout out to HowOriginalPod. Yeah, I, I think I... Did use it when I bought a pair of but then I quickly unsubscribed. <laughs> Dude, you got to get that fifteen percent off first time user discount, it's, right? Well, that's how they get you, man. The first time yeah. user discount. Well, now that iCloud has like the hide my email feature, uh, you just yeah. use that and you get your first time customer every time. Oh hell right. yeah! You just like and just forwards to your inbox, so it's like the that's, same. That's smart. Yeah. yeah. If you're still listening to the 56-minute mark and you like getting discounts, I would recommend using code THINKFRESH12 to get 12% off a BlendJet blender. That's right. We are BlendJet ambassadors. 50% of this room is a BlendJet ambassador. <laughs> we highly recommend you invest in this technology. And the Absolutely. other 50% aspires to be. So, <laughs> you know. Have yeah. you had the pleasure of trying out a blender? No, not no. yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, we'll I think by the end of the night, we'll be blending up something. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love to get my hands on the blend jet. I've heard it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I've heard about all the different colorways. You don't have to talk about it. You're not getting paid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm I appreciate it. Don't have to sell out yet. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we're coming up on an hour. Should, mm -hmm. we, I think should we wind down? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I mean, any topics? We'll, yeah. we'll let you plug later, but. No, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, this conversation was really a, a meeting of the minds that went to some places I, I never could have envisioned. Yeah, mm -hmm. just thinking, yeah, other races we might want to touch on. <laughs> yeah, have we offended people? <laughs> yeah, all the races of people we've offended. Offend everyone we equally. At least mention some, or like <laughs> most, I think. <laughs> just um, shouts out Thai people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or I guess, yeah. I would say also importantly... <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, you're a Thai person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am a Thai person. T.Y. Land. Uh, I was going to say, George, I think you and I probably offended the most people on our podcast, How Original, when you claimed in the Hand of God episode that the sport of soccer is not an art. Yes. And we had a lot of... Oh, uh, yeah. mm -hmm. Losers, haters, and Europeans get mad at us. I was, I, I was kind of pissed about that too. Right. It, it, probably the most incendiary comment that's been made on our podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm so here far. to say, soccer, still not an art. <laughs> Subway are... sandwich making is art. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's a good All right. That's a great closing note. We will give the red and green tile floor to you two if you have anything to say about how original podcast or something you'd yeah. like to share with the breadheads to get them to engage with the beautiful content that you're creating. And I want to also ask, what is the episode that you think most people would like to enjoy listening to? Mm -hmm. Nice call. Like, nice uh, call. Because I feel like when when it's like you recommend a podcast to people, it's like mm -hmm. I actually don't really care because there's like too much shit to get into. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, right? It's overwhelming. Like, it's like seeing two titties. 
Exactly. <laughs> it's hard to focus on two it's things It's way at too once. much. Damn, yeah. So I would actually say our most recent episode, uh, Your Place or Mine, the Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher movie. I think that's probably our best episode to date. I was going to say that, or maybe the one before that, Cam, I thought was very good. Too. Cam, yeah. or maybe try the Kissing Booth 2 episode. Um, yeah, I will say the audio is very rough in our first episode where we do the first Kissing Booth, but... I feel like you're a real how original head if you want to know the lore. We also, well, I tell a good story about hanging out with you guys and doing a, a podcast activity. Hell yeah. So, Hell yeah. you know, if you listen to some of our later episodes and you want to know the lore and how kind of how everything began, check out uh, the Casey Booth one. Mm-hmm. But, but the whole trilogy is fantastic. Basically, yeah. the, the pitch for the pod, if you will, I feel like Netflix has had a chokehold on culture and streaming for such a long time. But we really need to take a look at these movies. What the fuck is happening at Netflix? Because <laughs> so many of these are just insane. So I, I think we scrutinize movies that maybe haven't been held up to the light in such a way before. Right. Mm. People are too complacent yes. with their Netflix media. And we're here to shine a light. We're yeah. here for, we want transparency just like they have in that subway booth. Yes, we yeah. want to. <laughs> we want to look through the sneeze guard. Yeah. <laughs> We're fogging up the sneeze guard. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I should say also, the podcast is a mix between terrible movies and movies that we feel are kind of deep cuts that are maybe underappreciated that we want to get more people watching. So it's not. I mean, it's primarily a bad movie podcast, but we also do have some picks where it's like we genuinely would recommend people go ahead and watch these. You're you're pulling up the nutritional facts of the film, if you will. (laughs) The horrifying calorie information. (laughs) (laughs) You won't believe what the kissing booth does to the human body. (laughs) It's amazing. Well, uh, thank you to both of you for joining us today. Thank you to the Breadheads for following along with this journey. Thank you so much. much. Thank you guys. Thank you, Breadheads. Keep getting bread. Keep getting head. Hell yeah. Double the bread, <laughs> double the head. I can't we've never said that. <laughs> Peace. Peace.